This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Like a lot of other people, I'm watching this situation in Israel. And I'm watching with great anticipation what's going to happen next. Very stressful in many ways. And of course, this Middle East problem has been going on my whole life. I guess some people say, oh, it'll be going on another lifetime as well, which is pretty sad to give into that. But I don't remember it being this level either. Uh, the biggest thing that I noticed is the hatred in both directions, this willingness to wipe out Gaza and also the anti-Semitic comments that are made. And also has been very difficult to even talk about it. And I don't mean that in the sense that I'm worried about, you know, audience pushback. I don't have any advertisers to pull out. Um, It's not any of that at all. What it is is it's the responsibility that I feel to build people up, not destroy and it's been pretty blurry in this case, especially with all the disinformation. Maybe you heard the um, latest story about this bombing on the hospital. And first they said Israel bombed it. Then they said it was Palestine. Now they're saying it wasn't even bombed at all. It was just the parking lot. Who knows what to believe out of the three of those things. But I see the, the fans being flamed. I saw a post by Hannity something along the lines of, you know, support for Israel, which he's going to play to that. He's going to play to the Zionists. Zionists have been good for the Republican Party. Zionists like the Republican Party. The um, uh, non-Zionist Jews seem to be much more liberal. That's how that's broken down. And so we're getting caught in this uh, political strife within the Jewish community, I guess you could say. But I, I see Hannity coming out and, oh, we stand with him. It's just war, war, war. That's my point. The propaganda machine has filed up full bore running. Oh, we need war, war, war. And I, had to, I said, why? You know, none of this makes any sense to me. And I thought, what is it that takes civilizations down this path of wars like this? It's not why I really brought it up, but uh, it made me think, you know, I think I made a comment few podcasts back where I said, um, you know, once you've had everything taken away, there's nothing to lose. You become a different person. I remember coming back from a war, seeing how a country was devastated. I remember thinking, just remember how, think how vulnerable you are when you're standing naked with literally nothing, nothing. Maybe you have a couple of rags on, but the vulnerability crazy when you think about it. You realize how much we rely on each other, how important this society is. I realize that it's all pushing war, war, war. And I thought to myself, is it maybe like when you're stripped down to to nothing where you've been robbed of everything that you're finally free to do whatever you want because you don't care anymore? I wonder if it's the reverse. Like when the societies have uh, enjoyed too much success, so let's say, And all of a sudden, everything becomes a threat. 
oh, well, if we don't do this, China will become better than us. And if we don't do that, Russia may outdo us in this. And it's competitive by nature. But what ha- what's the transition when you come out on top? We all thought it was going to be world peace. It's just repeating the cycle, really. My question today is, morally speaking, do good people create endless wars? And by people, I'm talking about societies, civilizations. And while we're at it, what defines a just war? Why is it acceptable for Israel to defend itself? I hear everybody saying that. But illegal in this country for many people to defend in their own homes or against their own government. These questions that I'm asking you about good people creating endless wars and what is a just war, these are not casual questions. These are deeply important right now. And I would say above anything else, we probably ought to stop and discuss it a little bit based on what I see going on. I guess we'll see if that happens. Nobody's even praying for peace, really. Let me say a couple other things about this. trying to be as non-political as I can. Uh, Don't trust what you see or hear online or on TV. The uh, hospital story being a great one. And still being crazily propagandized. Who knows what the real truth is? Ask yourself, what do I see? What do you see with your own eyes? I just said to my wife today, I'm having trouble believing any of this. She said, what do you mean? Look, you know, it's not like I have a big circle here that I travel in. It's actually very, very small. Sometimes I don't go anywhere for quite some time, but that's a different story. Uh, But I've seen no evidence of any anti-Semitism, pro-Hamas, against Hamas, pro-Israel, none of it. Not a peep, not a hoop. Like nobody wants to get involved. Wow, this is perfect. The people at home are quiet. We can quietly steal the election and move on with things. Don't you think that's the real purpose behind this? Maintaining control, maintaining power over what? Over what? Oh, this is about security and Israel's right to defend itself. I say bunk. I say bunk. But who knows, really? I don't really know. I don't know any more than you do. I know this. I'm prepared as I can be. Are you prepared? Not just tools and supplies, but do you know what to do? Do you know what to do if terrorists come flying in on paragliders? You know what to do if if terrorists come out of the city of Philadelphia on four-wheelers that they already have? I'm sure we're not allowed to call them terrorists. uh, Home-challenged, drug um, compromise, whatever the nice terms we're supposed to use. When they come, are you going to be prepared to deal with it? I think many people, their head's in the sand. All this evil we talk about. Look at the way children are being treated right now. All this abduction. It's sickening. Sickening. The world that treats children that way. How do you think they'll treat you? I don't know. I'm going into selfish preservation mode. I don't care about any other country. I don't care about any other state. I don't care about this country right now. All I care about is my family and our own selfish preservation. That's it right now. I honestly don't even know how much longer I'm going to continue to talk about pod, uh, politics on this podcast. And I'll tell you why. What's the point? What's the point? Let me let me share with you a couple things and I'll, I'll come back to that. I made the point of being careful what you see and believe in the news. Here's some proof that we're being played 
A New York University student who tore down posters of hostages taken by Hamas was identified as a former ADL intern. Now, this is Gateway Pundit. Did they get it wrong? Did they make a mistake? Is this truthful? <laughs> Let's just assume for a second that it is truthful. Gateway Pundit has a pretty good track record, I think, of producing truthful content. Here's what I would say to you, whether it's true or not. To me, it's evidence we're being played. Whether it's true or not, hard to say. But I know this, the ADL, Harvard, uh, Penn, University of Penn, Black Lives Matter, the ACLU, Southern Poverty Law Center, and others, they're all terrorist organizations. Now, they may be um, embarking on political terrorism, but it's destroying lives all the same. And this is a real problem. It's a real problem. When people are being shut up, shut down, and forced to pay and do other things. And no voice. We used to call that tyranny. People today seem much more accepting. Give away their money, give away their freedoms. We'll see how long that lasts. This is the part I wanted to get to in terms of the failure of our government. Uh, people have been asking, what do you think about the speaker story? And I'm like, I really don't know. I haven't been paying any attention. Because I figured exactly the crap show that we see right now is exactly what we're going to get. The Uniparty won. The rhinos voted with the Democrats, proved that we only have one party. If we had a legitimate media, they'd be telling you this, by the way. Instead, what are they saying? Oh, Jordan failed. Jordan failed to get the votes. I'll tell you what's failed. Our peaceful attempts to correct this communist government. So what do you do becomes the next question. Well, relax. I'm not going to be the one calling to arms. It's not me. Stupid move, I keep telling you. Selfish preservation. How can you have any confidence? I see some people that do. They think that there's this uh, secret behind-the-scenes deal with Trump and the military, and Hillary's already been arrested, and many others. And I don't know. You know, Tom Hanks, he's been he's one on that list. I don't know. <laughs> Who freaking knows? I don't know. Uh, but we don't have a two-party system. They kept, oh, the two-party system works. The two-party Listen... Two-party schmarty, it's no longer even a democracy. It's not a republic. What rule of law? We have a two-rule rule. What do I mean by that? Oh, ho, ho, ho. it's like these people. Did you see this protest in the Capitol? I see people, oh, 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 are they going to be arrested? Uh, no, because they're brown people, okay? And what you white Republicans fail to understand is the two-rule rule. Okay, When brown people go into a place, it's a peaceful protest. When angry white people go in, then it's a, a, you know, an armed insurrection. They go to jail. Uh, case in point, a black kid just um, uh, like jumped and kicked the back of a, a police supervisor in Philadelphia. And, you know, I don't know if be able to find them. Um you know, some of these other protesters, the DA says, ah, you know, that's, uh, we're not really sure how we're going to handle this. Meanwhile, right, so black kid kicks the police supervisor. He's a black guy. You know, if you would think, this is very difficult math on this one. You want to talk about the convolutions of liberal terms. Black kid kicking a black police officer. Don't black lives matter? Yeah, not in this case. In this case, it reverts back to the kid. Why? Because children always rise to the top. 
little girls are the top of the top. Of course, you can understand the hierarchy here. So I think it's a black child growing up in an um, environment that's racist, misogynist, and all these things we already know. So it can't be his fault. can't be his fault. The police officer who's participating in this government charade, um, he's not really a fault either. He's just um, you know, um, innocent bystander, I guess you could say. Collateral damage to the cause. Mm. So that's how that kind of works out. But that little black boy, he'll probably get some kind of a medal or uh, maybe even some guarantee. And let's wonder if we do a little experiment there, son. You kick the cop in the back. We're going to give you $1,000 a week to see if that helps with your emotional trauma. And perhaps you'll see the error of your ways. Hmm. Yeah, we have to try these. We have to think outside the box for the marginalized community. That's all well and good. But the, here's the thing. That's where I go back to the two rule rule. Hmm. The white kid who kicked in the back of the... The car window, um, they say headbutted the black mother. Uh, she wasn't injured, by the way. And by the way, I'm not saying any of this wasn't egregious. This guy's a real a-hole. Um, definitely deserves some jail time. But my point in this conversation is he's got a $4 million bail. The black kid who kicked the police supervisor, they're not going to go too quick to yank him out of his home and disrupt the school and stuff like that. You see what I'm saying? Two different sets of rules. Well, what does that mean in terms of the capital and our government? Well, brown people go to the Capitol, you shut down government, and you listen to what they have to say because they're victims. They're aggrieved. White people come banging their fists, and you tell them to shut their little mouths and be grateful that they even have the ability to pay taxes. Hell, if they had to live like these other people, they wouldn't have any money. They, wouldn't be, they should be happy that they're paying taxes. Whew, I am on a roll today, aren't I? I, get, I think I'm like making some moves on uh, Ocasio-Cortex. Don't take that the wrong way. I mean, uh, you know, uh, verbiage speaking. This is the way the world works now. And I say on one party, we have no voice. There's no vote. I told you they're never going to allow Trump to be president. They'll kill him. They'll burn down the whole damn country if they have to. They do not care. To live in a world where they don't control is worse than a world that's just dead. Do you not see the evidence of that? If you're not learning to protect yourself and your interests, my friend, and you think that you're going to rely on government to do it, you're making a big mistake. Look at what 2,000 crappy Hamas fighters had crawled out of gutters somewhere. 2,000. Look at what they've been able to do to that country in, in a week. In a week. Take a look at the numbers that are already here with their little training grounds. Ah, there's really no, no threat that we see. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. And a couple other things I wanted to talk about. The age of senseless government is here. You could call it chaos. The March for Madness at uh, Clemson over feminine hygiene products being removed from the men's bathroom. Did you see that story? A new report suggests Starlink satellites falling from the sky could kill people. Now, I'll bet you if Elon were to unionize, I'll bet you that threat would disappear. <laughs> Uh, Biden guilty on the documents case? There's an update on that. I don't know. What if they, I keep saying this, that they would cut a deal to disqualify Trump and Biden, that the establishment would, would cut Biden out in a second if, if, if Trump would disappear. Um, and then this story, major banks closing banks, oddly enough, closing their physical stores. Get ready for digital currency because it's going to be the only option. This is a horrible thing for individual government, uh, individual liberty, individual government. Uh, this age of senseless government, what am I talking about? 
Well, let's plunge into this abyss in the age of senseless government, the dark ages, if you will. We can witness this chaos and madness that's engulfed our government, bewildering policies and mind-boggling decisions, and the devastating impact of senseless government on our society. Where does it end? Will transparency and accountability prevail? It doesn't even exist. What am I talking about? An Alabama woman was imprisoned for endangering her fetus with alleged drug use. She was then incarcerated. She complained about certain pains. They had her sleeping on a mat on the ground. Pregnant woman now. Now, um, well, let me finish the story. I'll give you some more details. Uh, and she ended up, um, uh, gave birth in the jail. Uh, I believe the fetus died. And she's probably going to sue now. So... Here you have some probably seriously drug-addicted person who ends up pregnant, and now the cops have to deal with this problem. You know, and I'm, I'm sure that they didn't just, you know, the cops weren't just uh, roving around there in Alabama. Hey, hey, hey stop, let's talk to that pregnant lady. She looks a little concerning. Yanked her, snatched her up, put her in handcuffs, threw her in the car, and made her give birth in the jail. Well, that's not how the story went. I'm sure that there was a whole lot more involved. But here's what I would say to you. It's a problem, to be sure. What do we do? Let's just say this. <laughs> the war on drugs is, isn't working. Maybe it's time for a different approach. And you have to look at the lunacy of a woman being imprisoned for endangering her fetus, who is then put in an environment where the fetus dies. How is that outcome in any way helpful to anybody? And I know there's racist people. Oh, it's unfair to me. Got two birds with one stone. Wow. This is this is how we're looking at things, I guess. This is an interesting story. Um, an Iowa man was arrested for criticizing the police. This is a true story. I, I researched that this guy was showing up at town meetings playing by the rules he was told by the mayor to stop um saying things about the police that he's out of line or out of order or something and the mayor ordered him ordered the police to remove him and he was arrested and removed i didn't see he wasn't cursing he wasn't yelling he wasn't saying anything inappropriate that i saw so how could this be probably some liberal loony town right street no well this is the, this Newton, Iowa, the city of Maytag. Maytag moved out. The city went through a transformation. It's been amazing. This is a white Republican city. This was a white guy talking, white people doing this to white people, infringing on his constitutional rights. You tell me where the problem lies. Uh, speaking of lies, <laughs> a different kind of lies, what you are in your war in Ukraine? Ukraine smashes key Russian Navy warships with drones. Um, I doubt that this story is true at all. Ukraine is scrambling. The United States is going to pull out of that. Listen, the whole reason was to pocket some money for Uncle Joe. He's made enough. He's good. He says, yeah, we can turn this off. And politically speaking, you think you're going to switch presidents in the middle of a Middle East war? I doubt it. Interesting. Um, let's talk about this Clemson University scandal. Hold your breath as we delve into the heart of controversy that's shaken the Clemson University 
to its core. <laughs> um, this idea that there's this protesting over the removal of feminine hygiene products from a men's restroom. Now, you could say there's arguments of inclusivity and privacy and practicality. I got a better idea. Why are these included in any bathroom? Take it all out. The reason I bring it up, (laughs) this is the nature of government and politics, my friends. You can never take it away. And Republicans, conservatives have long argued, keep it at a minimum. Because the minute you start expanding, there's just always more. It never ends. You know, uh, there was a time most towns in this country had one cop, a peace officer. Now we have one of those in every school, let alone multiple cops. Some people say, it kind of feels like a police state. Well, no kidding. (laughs) Pretty soon the cops are going to outnumber the people. We can make sure there's feminine hygiene products in all the bathrooms. Just expand their scope a little bit. See, this is where liberals need to just expand. That's how you get more support. Instead of defund the police, they should have been like, no, we need we need more police, but police with psychological degrees. True enough. I saw this story, kind of blew my mind. U.S. warns that Starlink satellites will start killing people. The chance of hitting humans is much higher. Wow. I wonder what's higher, the chance of getting hit by a Starlink satellite or Hamas taking over America after they pumped a few thousand people across our border. Well, it turns out that Eli, Elon Musk's lack of support for unions is probably creating this controversy in the first place. I normally wouldn't take it very seriously, but as fate would have it, I saw a fire burst in the sky the other night. I kid you not. I'm not, I'm not making this up. I happened to be on the phone with a buddy of mine. I was like, dude, <laughs> dude. I was like, We're, that is not a, your typical meteor. I wonder if I almost got hit by a Starlink satellite. I wonder if I could write to Elon. Dear Mr. Elon Musk, I believe I came into a close encounter with one of your Starlink satellites. Please unionize <laughs> to avoid any further falling satellites. All right. Uh, how about this shadowy ongoing documents case against Biden? Uh, I wouldn't say that it sent shockwaves through the political landscape, but it might. This article by The Hill, new evidence may destroy Biden's defense in his classified documents case. What? So I had a theory on this. I'm thinking, do they use this stuff to keep these people on the, on the, you know under their thumb? Hey, hey Joe, you, Joe, we know you took the documents, all right? Here's what we're going to do right now. We're going to just sit on this for a while. Well, we assess, you know, how deep we need to go, Joe. I mean, we, we know the pictures popped up of Frank. I wonder if all this is like a public message. Joe, we're going we're gonna, to, if you don't knock it off, we're going to arrest your son and we're going to arrest your brother or whatever they're going to do. I don't know. Who knows? You, you think anybody, anything will ever come of this documents nonsense? Meanwhile, nobody's even asking. I'm like, how is it that a president just walks around with like a library full of documents that they're supposed to be top secret? nothing secret um we are now in a world that's teetering on the brink of digital dominance i'm saying and uh it's crazy now that we're going to dealing with banks closing down physical banks and this rise of digital currency who cares it's going to be convenient they say 
It will destroy individual liberty, leaving us at the mercy of the machines. All right? Um, I mentioned the story a couple of days ago, my bank. I go to cash a check in the drive-thru. I've got my debit card. I've got my photo ID. Not to mention the fact that I know the teller at the drive-thru. And she says to me very politely, I'm going to send you back a form. You're going to have to enter your PIN. I'm like, what? They already have my phone number. Mobile number. How do you bank if you don't have a mobile phone anymore? I don't want the bank. Don't call me. Send me a letter. Everything should be done by mail. I don't want them to have my phone. Online banking, eh, you're going to need it. Security. Security. What are the chances that, you know, I know this is serious conspiracy stuff, but, you know, they're texting me. I'm clicking on stuff. What are the chances that they're installing some kind of Pegasus software on the phone that you don't know? Or how hard is it to do it? All I know is what I said when I discussed it on the podcast. You coming through, you just told me that that debit card and that that photo government ID are worthless, that you're only going to trust it if you send me a ping to my device and I answer it back at that moment? Wow. And you know me. And I'm a conspiracy theorist, okay? But here's the point. Uh, Major banks to close 3,000 branches nationwide uh, with 50 just announced the other day. Well, I don't see it having much of an impact on us here. We've got ample bank branches, although over the years I've noticed not quite as convenient as it usually was. But for the bank, the business model stinks. You've got to have a building and employees. All this is serious headaches. Where are you going to put a bank these days? You're not going to put it in Philadelphia. Hell, Wawa can't even survive in Philadelphia. What do you think they'll do to a bank? Nobody would make it out of their life. It would be like, cashless, I'll take that option, thank you. This is how they'll sell it for the people in the cities. That cash is such a burden. It would be more convenient to go digital. I mean, we practice, I've said this before, too. I mean, heck, as much as I try to use cash, I'm sure half of my, more, more than half of my spending is done digitally. Paying my mortgage in cash or my taxes or my electric bill, for that matter. I don't even know where the Pico is. Go there to pay a bill? I mean, who does that? You can pay it all online. It's nice and convenient where they can track it and keep track of you and when necessary revoke your banking privileges. What are you talking about, Chris? You better see what's going on in Europe. Debanking is the term. I mean, after all, if you're a Hamas terrorist and you're shouting death to Israel, I mean, shouldn't we do everything possible to stop you? Hmm? If you're going to commit an insurrection on the Capitol, never mind the fact that people are protesting there today because they're different. Talking about you. You go there and protest, and you might just get debanked. Well, maybe they made a mistake. Eh, too bad. This is what we call free. I don't call it free. Big banks say trouble is coming, but their earnings are still strong. It's for the Wall Street Journal. That's the Wall Street Journal being propagandized. Well, we know there's economic trouble. We can't really say that. It's hurting the Biden, uh, it's, hurting the, it's, hurting the, it's hurting the energy here for the Uniparty. Yeah, the bank, they're just whining. They're making plenty. They're not going to make as much money. Eh, shut up. They just discount it. They say the markets are afraid of everything. There's a great write-up here. Panophobia, they call it. Panophobia, pantophobia, panophobia. I don't know. What am I, a linguist? What do I know? <laughs> um... Yeah, fear of everything. It's our whole society. 
It's these upswings, man, no stability to anything. And really, I'll tell you, I thought of this too. It's the biggest thing that's been bothering me lately. It kind of ties in with all this. This monkey see, monkey do attitude of Americans. It's disgusting to me. Whatever happened to free thought, rugged individualism, standing up for you believed in, doing what's right, speaking up and not afraid to, boldly speaking up. Nobody's doing these. No, I'm just going to go along with the flow. I watch people driving. They'll follow a driverless car right off a cliff. I kid you not. There's one route I come home. I got to come down this major road. It's 45 mile an hour, double yellow line, right? And I come down. I'm going to make a left turn off of this road in kind of a weird spot. It's not like one of the signalized intersections, a little side road I take. Me being me, the nice guy that I am, there's a big wide shoulder. I go to move. I tur- put my turn signal on well in advance and move over under the shoulder so that I can slow down. But I don't have to interfere with the people going by. I know it's a crazy thing. People aren't used to that kind of consideration these days. Probably throws them off. I get it. But what's even more interesting is the number of people that will begin to follow me. I kid you not. I go to Gordon. You know, what are they going to do? They're going to follow me? Monkey see, monkey do. You go to pat somebody's in the right in the left lane going slow. You politely go to go around them in the right way. They do. They speed up. This is this is guy. No, you're not going to get a hold of me. You stay back there. It says everything about our society right now. Everything about our society right now. You could be on see on the highway now. Some of you don't know what I'm talking about. Some of you live in nice places where people still drive respectfully. Those places are few and far between. Here outside of Philadelphia, we see none of that. It's become a joke. The right lane actually moves faster than the left lane in most cases. Go figure. Go figure. But the reason I bring it up, it's the one thing that I hate more than anything. Monkey see, monkey do. Think for yourself, dog. Lazy thinkers, I can't stand it. It's a big problem. It really is. After a neighbor put up a KKK flag, she lobbied for a new law. Lawmakers stalled it. Advocates of Michigan's proposed anti-intimidation laws. Anti-intimidation laws to take down a KKK flag. We don't know, you know where it was placed or anything like that. Um, but what do you say about that? Hmm? As the... Um, uh, Michigan Hate Crime Act is background with a rainbow. This is no hate crime act. This is stifling free speech. Why aren't they going after those Black Lives Matter flags? I find it triggering. If you can't have a KKK flag, you shouldn't have a Black Lives Matter flag. It'll never happen. We're headed into the weekend, and I saw this interesting write-up on magnesium I wanted to share with you. You know I'm big on taking care of yourself, preparing yourself, always striving to do better. And I'm not the poster child for any of that, but I'll be the cheerleader for it. How's that? So that's my way of saying, (laughs) do as I say, not as I do. No, do your own. Think for yourself. I just want to give you some information. Magnesium, if you don't know, is very important to your overall health. Um, It can affect stress, muscle tension, cortisol levels. Magnesium helps regulate sleep, stress, involved in anti-inflammatory, relaxation, bone health, mental health, uh, exercise performance. Uh, magnesium plays a role. Some people think it plays a role in cramps, but it's an essential nutrient. Um, and there's different kinds, and I'm not going to recommend the one the, in the article here. If you want to look at it, you can yourself. I don't like to make recommendations like that because I'm not a doctor. Um, but I do encourage you to look at whether or not you're getting enough magnesium. Vitamin D would be another good one, and zinc is another one. And um, make sure that you're getting enough proper nutrients and enough supplementation if you need it. Why do I say all this? 
Because more and more, as we move through this period in our history, uh, your health and ability to take care of yourself is going to become as important as anything. I see it happening now. You can't. I had the concussion a little over two years ago. I couldn't get in to see a doctor for a week. I'm here outside of Philadelphia, the medical capital of the world. I've got the pretty much about the you know the second best health benefits you can get next to Congress, and I couldn't get in to see a doctor. Now I, I'm sure I could have made some phone calls about, blah, 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 and I really didn't want to go. I'm glad I did at the end of the day. But that's another story. I say to myself, how long is it before they're rationing it if they're not already? I don't know. Interesting times, my friend. Take a look at your habits. Take a look at your lifestyle. And make sure you're prepared for the crazy roller coaster ride we're about to go on. Who knows where it's going to go? Uh, what do they say? Plan for the worst. Hope for the best. That's where we're at. God willing, I'll be back on Monday. Maybe I'll see you Sunday like I did last week. I don't know right now. I'm playing on Monday. Hope to see you there. Do something to improve yourself over the weekend. And I'll see you back on Monday. Make it a great day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.